Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. All right, let's get started. If you don't mind, I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Four, five, six. You hang back here, Murphy. HR is going to send someone out to interview as your new secretary. Hello. I'm here to interview for the secretarial position. Hillary? Yes, Hillary. Hillary Clinton. And I also assume you've had previous secretarial experience? Absolutely. For four years, I was the secretary. Uh, I was the secretary of a very large organization. And you have all the requisite skills, computer, email. Emails. I, I do have some experience with emails. Well, you are very impressive, maybe a little overqualified. How about I take some time to think it over and give you a call? Here, let me give you my card. Hillary at youcouldahadme.com. And now... I'm here with the winner, Derek Lewis. Derek, why'd you take your pants off? My balls was hot. I understand. Our feature presentation. Morning, everybody. Brand new Kevin and Bean Show. It is Thursday morning, the 11th of Rocktober. It only took us 11 days. That's cool. Hey, we were okay last week. Last week, uh, no, I, was, I, no. I, I wow. think, think yeah. I nailed it. I know, it's me. Kevin, I insist you, uh, first thing you do today is you turn around and you give Chip a hug. I don't, she's gone. <laughs> she's literally not in the studio. <laughs> she's she's having a breakdown, you guys. And I don't blame her, but she's having a breakdown. We moved to... Hey, Jensen. Oh, hey. Hey, Allie. Hey. We moved to fancy new studios, as you know, and we always used to joke about how the old K-Rock studio was barely on the air. I, it was, it was I, held together with spit and chewing gum. I think this is a fancy new facade. Mm-hmm. I'm not positive everything underneath is brand new. Yeah. I, like, this is the same old crappy car we treated in. They just painted yes. it and sold it back to us. Yes. Looks great. And they may have taken out the engine. <laughs> right. <laughs> too. Just that. I, I feel like Chip needs a, a, a personal day. I really yep, do. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it didn't. It didn't help that your Ducks lost to the worst team in the NHL last night, too. On top of it, it went to a shootout. You didn't even watch hockey. Boom! Know, but, but did they still don't lose? try and smack talk her now? Bean. Did they lose to a team who just won their first game yesterday? It's game four. That's all I'm saying, though. Technically, it's all I'm saying. I'm just saying that couldn't have made Bean you happy. Bean read a headline, and now he thinks yep. he uh, knows he the hockey. NHL. Here's what I like, though: is that Bean yeah. started with telling me to turn I can't around. Make this board not work. <laughs> To turn around and give Chip a hug, and then right? immediately follows that up with just beating her down with her hockey no, team. Game four of a long season. I wasn't beating her down. I was saying I understand that she may not have already been feeling great when she showed oh, up. But that's then, what then, you were saying. Mm. Yes, and then to have everything fall apart on top of it, it's just it's a bad twelve hours for the little chip. That's gotcha. all I'm saying. It's just no good, you guys. Yeah, but also like it's humiliating. Your team lost. 
All right. If we're uh, able to stay on the air, I do want to talk about this story. I'm sure m- most people on social media have uh, have at least seen that it happened, but maybe you haven't heard the details. Allie, you must have watched this video with uh, Corey Lewis in Marietta, Georgia. He's the young man who runs the uh, child care and mentoring oh, business. Good Lord. Have you heard about this, Kevin? No. Well, he's uh, African-American, and he was out there running some errands with some kids that he was looking after who are white. Okay. So they're about, what do you think, Allie, about maybe five and seven or eight, maybe? Uh, they look like early uh, early teens, what? Uh, like 10 and eight, maybe. I okay. did yeah. hear about this story, yeah. and it's an embarrassment. It's yeah. unbelievable, and there's two parts to it. The first part I think we can all agree on, which is the woman who saw this man out running errands with these two kids who then followed him home and called the police on him. She needs to be put down. White, they, whites are the worst. Just because the worst. he was black and he was taking care of white kids? Yes. Ugh, what did the, she say to the police? That's well, I didn't get that. Let's hear some audio okay. here because Corey was smart enough. By the way, he did not drive the kids to their home. He instead drove the kids and parked in front of his mother's house, which is pretty close to where the kids live and he just sat there on the street and the woman who had been trailing him stayed a block back would not pursue but was waiting for the police to show up so he decided as any smart african-american in 2018 will do to roll tape just in case things got out of hand and here he is describing what happened yo this lady followed me all the way home to my neighborhood y'all see this right i just came from walmart we ate at the subway, went and got some gas, right? That lady followed me home because I got two kids. Because I got two kids that don't look like me. Two beautiful kids, by the way. Look at that smile. Follow me all the way home. So, obviously, uh, you know, another extreme case of uh, racial profiling, just like we've seen in recent months. I mean, you're not allowed to be in a, a wait in a coffee shop if you're black. You can't go swimming if you're black. You can't barbecue in the park if you're black. I mean, it's just one story after another. So, she calls the police, and now they show up. And this is where I need some help understanding. Because I feel like the police are a million percent as bad as the lady who called them. No. I do. <laughs> I'm telling you, the police did not treat this black guy right. Oh, what? Allie, Allie, do you agree? I'm going to need to hear it. Yeah. Uh, all right. So here he is as the police pull up behind him as he's sitting in the car in front of his mom's house. Look, the police is here now. The police. Now I got to deal with. Now I got to deal with this. This is crazy. What's up, man? I'm being followed and harassed. That's what's up. I'm hurt. <laughs> So apparently she felt like she saw you at Walmart. I was at Walmart, yeah. I got, I got, I got, I'm babysitting. I got two kids. I'm babysitting. She pulled up talking about some. Are the kids okay? Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't they be okay? No one's yelling. No one's screaming. No one's trying to run away. No she left, came back, and said, and asked to see the little girl so she can ask her if she's does she know who I am. Yeah. Mom, I talk to him. That's crazy. I know, but mom, if I do. Okay, so the police now wants to talk to the He wants to, to talk the to the kids? He wants to talk to the kids to verify their babysitter story that he's watching them, and he makes them get out of the car, which, by the way, has to be terrifying if you're eight years old, to have the police pull up and make you get out of the car, and starts peppering him with questions about whether this guy's story is true, if they really know him, if, he's re- if they're really babysitting him. And you'll hear, as the cop says, that he's just following up, you know, because of this call. But again, I think, why didn't he just go, hey, have a nice day? You know what I mean? 
But let's hear some more. I mean, why, why, why? To, f- like, to fulfill a herd? No, it's just a song like we Thankfully, at this point, I was like a code for which is like an okay check. Just make sure everything's all right. Hey, can y'all step out? Oh, they got to step out? Yeah, I just want to talk to So he's doing an okay check to make sure these kids are okay. All right, let me ask you a question. Yes. Is, is it possible that he has to do that because of the call he got? Or is he as racist as the woman? I don't know the answer to that question, and that's why I brought it up to the room. Okay. I feel like this cop did not. I feel like this cop made the situation worse rather than the making situation the situation was there. No, he wasn't <laughs> at all. And I understand that police look. You can't ignore a call because you know what if something horrible goes wrong and you, you, the police didn't respond, then it's on them. I understand why he has to show up. I, I'm not trying to defend the police. I really uh-huh. am not. I'm just. I'm following up. Uh, I had a fax machine. Remember those? Back in the day, of fax machine, and it dialed nine one one. Okay, and so police came all up in the house and stuff. They're like, "Why do you still have a fax? (laughs) What's wrong with you? Don't you furious? Why can't you move forward?" And they said they have to search the house because they got the nine one one call. Yeah, even if you call nine one one and say, "Oh, it was a mistake. I butt dialed," they Mm -hmm. have to check because I could be fearing for my life, and someone's telling me to say it's a mistake. Also, this cop could be completely racist. Well, this sure. is what I don't know, okay. because once he walks into the car and the driver explains, hey, I run a child care and mentoring business, and by the way, he's t- wearing a t-shirt with the name of that business on his chest, and he says, I'm babysitting. I'm out with these kids running errands. I feel like the police officer should have said, okay, thanks, have a nice day. So- sorry to bother you. Well, the one thing, too, is this Becky, or whoever she is that called, that's just the yes. name I give all uh, stupid white people. Uh, she could have made up stuff, too. Like, I I saw him in the Walmart, sure. and she, he grabbed her by the arm or something. Like, maybe they're... I mean, if this person's stupid enough to call the police based off just mm-hmm. racial stuff... Maybe she exaggerated. Yeah, maybe. Well, yeah. That. So you guys think the cop was just doing due diligence? I don't know. And, yeah. and he cool? Well, I don't know I yet. I feel like at the beginning when he said, I'm being followed, and he laughed and said, huh, I know... I've right, heard he said right a tip-off. Yeah. Like, that was a tip-off that the guy was like, I know what's going on here, dude. So you well, think he wasn't as bad as the woman who called? No, I think he was doing his job. Doing his job. Yeah, until we see yeah. him at like a Klan rally and we all feel awful. <laughs> <laughs> we revisit the story. I uh, And I know that these stories get more widely publicized thanks to the fact that we all have cameras on our phones now. But I, every one of these breaks my heart. I cannot imagine what it must be like to be an African-American in this country. Even in 2018, I cannot imagine this profiling while black all the time. What I don't get is why are none of these people then held accountable? The chick calling at the barbecue, the chick calling at the guy because he's got socks around a pool. Why are they not, you know, written up for... Aren't wasting they time. wasting the police officer's time? They could be doing other real work. I guess it's not a, it's not illegal. I guess <laughs> illegal to, to be racist. <laughs> no, it's not illegal to to make an nine one one call. I guess. I mean, I, it is. It's if, a false report. Yeah, maybe is what it turns out to be. But yeah, maybe there's something. But it just it just it it, it hurts my heart. You guys, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, well, agreed. But I, I do yeah. I do feel better knowing that you guys think the cop was. Kind of on, had to do it based on his job. I'd like to say again, possibly. Yeah. Possibly. I mean, I'm That's not possible. thrilled by the guy. Right. <laughs> I don't think he's the best cop. You know what he could have done is he could have said, I know this is ridiculous. I uh-huh. understand, but I have to follow through, blah, blah, blah. He could have explained that to the guy. Yeah. He also could have made the kids not get out of the back of the car, too. That's true. Way. Could have talked to him through the window. Yeah. yeah. I feel like that is additional trauma that's not needed. And by the way, the kids said later, the parents, oh, I forgot to tell you. Oh, I forgot to tell you. The police also called the parents to verify the story. Well, that's a little rougher. 
Wow. That's, that said, hey, I want to make sure that the, everything's to check it out here. And the kids were terrified, they said later, that they were going to say something that was going to get their friend and babysitter in trouble. So it's just a bad deal. I don't around. like that story at all. I don't no. like it. A, I don't like it a bit. No part of it. Nice job, white people. Uh, let's talk about today's Kevin DeBeach show, shall we? The worst thing to ever happen, period, full stop, hashtag, uh, barf. Seems harsh. Yeah. I mean, I haven't even started. Uh, RJ Bell from Las Vegas talking about NFL Week 6. Yeah. How to make money and or lose money. I believe he's had a winning record every week this year. All right. Uh, you used the wrong product. We've said we were going to do this topic about three months in a row now. Mm-hmm. We plan on it today. I think we're going to get to it today. All right. Pretty sure about that. Uh, get up on this with Jens. Mm-hmm. Animal Stories with B. Present. Uh, Dr. Chris Donahue will be in studio from the... There's going to be a new love line. Hmm. How about that? We'll tell you about that this morning. He's I've, not my real doctor. Right. I've is, he, got, uh, is he ready for those basin jar calls? <laughs> <laughs> I sure hope so. Oh. That'll be question one. Uh, Jensen, you have a song? Yeah, Omar, you're not telling any of us about Omar and I collaborated for the first time. Okay. I like to think it's a bit of a watch the throne for Kevin and Bean. Oh, is that <laughs> yeah, a little well, that bit? Seems like you're shooting a little high there. <laughs> you know, Kanye's kind of <laughs> a right, little darker sure. nowadays. Uh, listen, I think we have something for you. All right, mm-hmm. all right. And uh, I've got another episode of Weird Sports, and mm-hmm. I don't like it. I don't want to be a part of it. <laughs> I don't want to have anything to do with it. Uh, we will take a break. We will come back with what's happening next. The Kevin and Bean Show. The world famous K-Rock. If you're ever lucky enough to go to an HD Radio Sound Space performance here at K-Rock, you'll never forget it. Great band up close. Gorillas are the next one happening on October the 19th, hosted by our good friend Ted Stryker. If you want to go, head on over to krock.com. Find out how you can win your way in. Hey, Allie. Hey, Bean. What's happening? What's up with your post office? Well, I mean... Dicks. They, right? um... They run a, a business that is very difficult to be profitable. I mean, the biggest stamp hike in history, Bean? Whatever it is, it's a bargain. Well, we're raising the price of stamps if it goes through mm-hmm. from 50 cents to 55 cents. It's a ripoff. It is a ripoff. You tell me anything that's close to being able to drop a letter in the mail in Los Angeles and have it arrive at your parents' house in Maine in three days for 55 cents. Uh, email free. Boom. Oh, wow. Kevin, come That That correct. still exists if that's what you need. But if you want to send a birthday card or something like that, then... You can do that it, with email. It sure takes, can. It goes across the country. Right. Look, don't, outdated. No, don't need it. No one has to use it. But and there are times where you need to send stuff through the mail. And that guy that has to ride the horse all the way there, that's ridiculous as well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying it's the best bargain in America today. It I'm really just saying... Is. That's bullshit. He loves stamps is what it is. I just think it's I just think yeah. it, it's not that I do love stamps. I did buy the new John Lennon stamps last week. What mm. I'm saying though is it's unbelievable how cheap it is. Okay. Yeah. Unbelievable. Don't they have new uh stamps for Mr. Rogers coming out? They do. They're already sold out at my post office, oh. but I'm still on the look for them. Yeah, maybe you can have someone send them to you before the price increase on the stamps. <laughs> <sighs> All right. You sound mad. No. I couldn't care less. <laughs> Who mails things anymore? Right? I do. I mail no, out. honestly. I mean, I wonder what percentage of people mail things through the U.S. mail. Yeah. 
You have did, to certain things, but really not much. I did I did I send a birthday gift to Christine last we week? We don't know. You keep the saying US... it's stuck in the mail. No, it arrived. How many through... time, How many days did you say it's stuck in the mail? I've said that once or twice ah, because because which is the opposite of what you're saying right because now. Because occasionally things get slowed down, oh. but in, in general, the success rate for U.S. postal postal service is phenomenal. It's one of the surest bets in the world when you mail something that it's going to get to the other end. Someone's in the pocket of big post office. Right? <laughs> this is, it's concerning. I mean, I don't care enough to continue this conversation. No, I don't either. But... I've been trying to move on to a Spotify story. I'm sorry, but go ahead. It's... <laughs> Do you have something else? No. No, are you sure? No, no, go ahead. Okay. Move right on. Here is Spotify passed its 10th anniversary this week, and to celebrate their massive success, they've been highlighting some of the music that has risen to the top of the platform over that decade. Drake, Ed Sheeran, and Eminem are the top streamed artists of all time. Wow, my uh, beat makes this guess for tomorrow is going to be easy. <laughs> oh, no. Drake is my first guess. <laughs> oh, no. Should I continue? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. It's, a, it's, oh. a fa- it's an interesting list. Oh, oh, I'm sorry, Bean. It's fine. Ed Sheeran's Shape of You is the most streamed song, followed by Drake's One Dance and then the Chainsmokers and Halsey's Closer. 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 I call it a closer. You know what I'm saying? I bring you closer. You're going to close. I don't know what's happening. Bean, I apologize. No, no, it's totally fine. Look, news is news, man. When when news news breaks, you break it. Uh, None of that is true. Um, Plus, we've never said that. Plus, news is news, I think, is the worst slogan ever. It's true, though. I mean, I knew it. <laughs> it is. It yeah. is. It might be worse than fair and balanced, though. That's true. News is news. Hey, some birthdays for you. Jane Krakowski, Emily Deschanel, Matt Bomer, Cardi B, Luke Perry, and one of my favorite wrestlers, Rikishi. Hmm? Rikishi. I think you'd know him when he farts in your face. <laughs> He's Stevie's. <laughs> All right. That's all I got. That's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Hey, Jensen. Oh, hi, guys. You haven't been on the show very long, so you don't know that when somebody says they have a surprise for Kevin and or Bean, Mm -hmm. it's usually very bad news for Kevin and or Bean. No, I think this is pretty sweet. I think think you're going to like it. All right. Mm -hmm. Here's the thing. Omar and I... This is a new a new partnership, right? Mm-hmm. New new combo, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. a new collaboration, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. And we decided that for our first song together, mm-hmm. I didn't realize that there was going to be a first song together. Oh yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah. We're basically the White Stripes uh, for hip hop slash yeah. okay. pop slash anything you want for Kevin and B. Okay, okay. Uh, he's the Meg, you know. Uh, I'm gonna say this: we felt Omar and I. We felt that something was sort of getting uh, a bad rap here on the show. Something's getting a bad rap. Yeah. And we figured we'd make a good rap about it. About Peaky Blinders. No. No. Neither of us want to see Peaky Blinders. We still don't. (laughs) Okay. But But once you get past that first episode, it really picks up. You guys got to stick with it. It's very slow in the first season, but they catch their stride in three. A bad rap something this week? Yes. Something this week got a bad rap. Uh, Bean changing his name. Well, no, because the name hasn't been picked yet. Okay. But when he picks it, trust me, song's on his way. Okay. Uh, This is, uh, we decided, Omar and I, to create a song from the perspective of something that got kicked on and spit on the candy corn. We feel, we created a song. (laughs) What? (laughs) All of a sudden, Bean's all in. (laughs) We we wrote a song from the perspective of a a candy corn for Bean. So that he could understand, and all of you can understand, how hard of a plight this candy has. 
Candy corn sucks. Well, no, it's awesome. And by the way, Sabine loves it. So I was it's at, just cartoonishly. I was at Walgreens yesterday mm-hmm. and bought a bag of Harvest candy corn, and I ate so much of it on the way home that my stomach hurt, and I had to put the rest of the bag in the glove compartment you know of my why? car so I would stop eating it. Rubber. You have to stop eating rubber. It's because not good it's for you. Delicious. So you're telling me the candy corn has its own perspective on this? It does. It does. It's uh, they're very little sweet boys and mm. girls, and we figured. We'd at least give them a voice and let them have their say in this argument. Oh. Wow, I wasn't expecting this. Well, this is that song. Hey, I know you see me. I don't know why you keep passing on me. Every Halloween, it's the same story. I don't know why. Is it because we look like wax? Just give candy corn some love. Halloween's a celebration, kids all in the streets A holiday that's focused on costumes and tasty treats You think there's no way that October could end tragic But it's hard for a candy that people consider plastic I'm candy corn and life isn't great I'm at the bottom of a list of candies that people hate But then there's Bean, he's the person I have to thank Between sips of spoiled chocolate milk and awful fruitcake He praises all my efforts and I never make him sick And he's the only man on earth who doesn't think I taste like So when you celebrate and think Halloween is great Keep in mind that candy corn just can never catch a break Candy corn, yellow, orange, white Can anybody just treat me right? This is highly inspired by Lynn. Imagine a world where a young child is born and can pick any snack but selects candy corn. Bean passes on Tootsie Rolls and Reese's Pieces to pick a seasonal snack that legit tastes like feces. It's endearing I'm his first pick because he's a grown man who loves Taylor Swift. So we know his taste is perfect. No need to fight it. Put a candy corn in your mouth, though you won't like it. But that's the life that I live. Ugh, something's gotta give. This Halloween, it's time to take the holiday back and commit to candy corn, though we always taste like crap, crap. Candy corn, <laughs> yellow, orange, white. Can anybody just treat me right? Wow. Candy corn, yellow, orange, white. It makes you think about it. I just wanna feel yeah, don't sleep on candy corn anymore. We're not effing around. We're the most serious Halloween candy that you can get, despite the fact that we taste like dentures. <laughs> uh, so I hope that at some point in today's thought, you think about how hard it must be for candy corn. I think Allie and I owe candy corn a... I, I absolutely I think, so. think you do. I'm yeah. super emotional. I didn't realize it had feelings. <laughs> yeah. Well, you, you have to understand that all of our foods, all of our candies, wow. they, they're living beings. And they can rap. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. We started talking about the eight. Remember that? That was just craziness on uh, ESPN. The Ocho, yeah. The Ocho, sorry. The eight. You're so white. So white. Unbelievable. <laughs> Viocho. So there was a Dios lot of smell. There was a lot of stuff that was like, this is a sport. How's this a sport? I love it. Yes, well, they did, they did a whole day, hour after hour, of stuff that was incredible. The, right. We, we, we were just fascinated, but we're like, why aren't they airing this all the time? Where's my chess boxing the rest of the year? Right. So that <laughs> sort of got me un- into a deep dive, and I'm finding other sports yeah. that are ridiculous. And or funny, 
And I'm bringing to you today the World Eskimo Indian Olympics. Oh. Have you ever heard of this? No. No. It's in Alaska. It's in Fairbanks. That makes sense. So they're having Olympics, so there's a bunch of different um, sports involved in it. They've got an Olympic torch. i got to be honest, it's just like a high school auditorium. Okay. I mean, it's really just about that. (laughs) They have a Miss Barrow, Alaska. Oh, we've been there. We have. Uh, They have a Miss Arctic Circle. Okay. So they all come in in the procession. Mm -hmm. And then all of these events are created to help build up a resistance to pain. Because that's what you need to live in Alaska in the extreme cold. Mm-hmm. So this is a guy describing what the game is. The World Eskimo Indian Olympics preserve a heritage of endurance, initiative, and cooperation. I don't know why he can't turn his mic up more, but... <laughs> Many of these games were designed to build up resistance to pain, a quality needed to survive the harsh realities of life in freezing temperatures. All right, so they created all of these events. So what do you... I can't wait to find out what you have to do. I mean, do you have to, like, sit on ice with your bare butt and stuff? Well, the first one that caught my attention, this is why I went to this story, is... The ear pull does just that. The ear pull. Ear pull. The oh, ear pull. No, you have to pull like a like a reindeer or something with your ear. The ear pull. Why a reindeer? <gasps> why a reindeer, Bean? Because <laughs> I'm Mr. Bad Example. That's why. <laughs> I mean, maybe a sled would have made more sense. Anything. <laughs> Anything that exists. All right. So what you do is you sit down on the ground facing somebody and you put your feet together so you can push backwards. Mm -hmm. You put a little string around your ear and they put it around their ear. Nope. And then they say, go. And you pull your head back as far as you can. Good God. Right. That's awful. That's what I'm saying. It was, I was like, why is anyone doing this? They had old people, young people. Everybody would sit down. They put this little string on their ears, and you look at them, and like their ears are all swollen and yeah, red. Yeah, they've got to be in pain. So painful. It's a tiny little string too. It's not like a rope yeah. piece. It's it, really small. Is this competition in Barrow, Alaska? Uh, no, it's in Fairbanks. Oh, in Fairbanks. Yeah. You said that. Okay, so it's not like there aren't other things to do. Right. <laughs> okay. That's I'm, my point. I'm very confused. So then this guy announces the winner and then tells us the next. Dennis Franson came out on top in this event. Dennis then displayed his extraordinary tolerance of pain in the ear weight. Okay, now this is the ear weight. Another category. Oh, do they hang a reindeer from your ear? <laughs> <laughs> they do hang... Weights from your ear. Oh, oh man! No. What is it about your ears that they need to strengthen so much? I don't know. Why no. do this? There's a guy with like a, a string around his ear, and there's like in this particular case, 16 pounds of weight. No. Yes. I mean, look. Why do we even have penises if all the competitions are going to be about the ears? <laughs> I'm not sure. I want to go to the I penis know. Olympics. <laughs> Another great example. With 16 pounds of lead attached to his ear. Dennis managed to walk a distance of 457 meters. That is so. Fifth, it's not just hanging there; you're walking with 1500 it. 1,500 feet, roughly. Oh, okay. 1,500 feet. This is painful. Why do they hate the ears? I don't know. Well, they move on from the ears and they move to the knuckles. It's time to punish the knuckles, <laughs> which is something I hope they'd never say. <laughs> Requiring strength, agility, and endurance, the knuckle hop has its origins in seal hunting. The knuckle hop has its origins seal hunting. I have to say this sometimes because for some reason he doesn't have a microphone. Son of a bitch. The hunter would get close to his prey by imitating its movement on land. 
The object of this discipline is to see how far you can go with only the knuckles and toes allowed to touch the ground. David Thomas emerged as the victor in the men's event by hopping 30 meters. So you walk like a gorilla, basically. No, you're, you're in a push-up position. You're in oh. a push-up position. Wow. On your knuckles only, yeah. and then you have to go forward. Well, this one at least... He went 150 feet. At least makes sense, because it's kind of like a traditional, you're trying to survive in the wild. These are like cultural practices they had to do, but, but still, still trying to I'm figure out. out the ear thing. The ear thing was torturous. Okay. I mean, it just looked horrible. <laughs> Uh, here's another one. The Eskimo stick pole is... <laughs> the Eskimo well, oh, stick yours, pole. <laughs> <laughs> this is the one for you for sure. The Eskimo stick pole is a best of three event where the aim is to pull your opponent over or the stick out of his or her hands. This event demonstrates the strength needed to pull a seal out of a breathing hole in the ice. Okay. They also lube up... Wow. They also lube up the stick. If I could oh. say for another, for another competition oh. where it's the exact same thing, it's a pull, but it's lubed. It's, it's greased. Okay, okay. Maybe lubes the wrong word, I but think, it seems yeah. like that goes with stick pull. Sure. So I just figured out what's do that. happening right now. Are we still talking <laughs> about sure. this competition? We're talking about the World Eskimo Indian Olympics uh-huh. every year, and it's been going on forever. They have oh. this competition. Now the one foot high kick. A one-foot high kick. So they okay. hang a ball from the ceiling. Uh-huh. You have to run up and kick as high as you can. Try to kick the ball with one foot. Okay. And these guys are doing it almost 10 feet. Is Whoa. there basketball height? Rim height? By the way, are there has there ever been any kind of sport where you kick a ball with two feet? Uh, they have a two-feet kick, too. Yes, Bean. They do. They do have that wow. as well. I, I just thought all balls were kicked with one foot. But okay. it's not. But I mean, it's high. I'm saying they're yeah, doing it's elevated. It, the yeah. the height of a rim in basketball. Wow. Yeah, basically, a, unbelievable. And listen to why they do it. When winds across the ice made vocal communication impossible, a hunter would signal to his village that he'd taken a kill by doing a one foot high kick. So they can't talk. They're uh-huh. too far away. So he does a one foot high kick, and they go, "Oh, he killed the prey." I feel like he could wave his arm. Right. It's just showy. I don't know how it is. Right. And then don't you think like, oh, they didn't see it. I got to do it again. (laughs) I mean, how frustrating would that be? And doing it on ice, I imagine. Ridiculous. It's the worst. What happened to smoke signals? (laughs) And yeah. Or maybe, I don't know, get a cell phone. Uh, I mean, I hadn't even thought of that, but sure. In this competition, Jesse recorded a mark of nine feet, eight inches. That's around the height of a basketball net. It's insane at this crazy competition. Uh, Now the blanket toss and listen to the reason why. So they have 52 people that get around a wool skin blanket and then someone's in the middle and they throw them up like you're on a trampoline. Teamwork is an integral part of native Alaskan culture and no game better illustrates this than the blanket toss. It dates back to when hunters would be tossed in the air by pullers working in unison in order to locate caribou and whales at great distances. So they're using this. They're get, they get 52 people around. They use a wolfskin blanket. They throw somebody up mm-hmm. to look for caribou well, and, yeah. or whales. You have to be at that How many times point? do you have to do that? I, guys, I'm serious. I didn't see anything. I'm really sorry. Get up there again, Jim. Do it again. <laughs> Poor Jim. They live a horrible life. It's a tough way to make a living, that's for sure. I, I don't like it. I don't enjoy it. 
but here's one of the contestants explaining to us why they do it. What are they doing? You know, they're carrying weights around on the air. They're being thrown in the air, and they're kicking balls. What's, you know, what's the point of this, you know? But, you know, once they hear the stories behind the games and their purpose and where they come from, that each game has a meaning behind it, and um, the games are thousands of years old, then, you know, they'll say, wow, you know, those... Those natives, they're pretty tough. <laughs> Those natives are tough. I'll give you that. I think it's kind of awesome. They're preserving the, their culture, and then every year, the young ones get to learn more and more. You know what else you would love is that they don't really compete. They help each other. Oh. Yeah, it's really sort of a sweet thing, although they're torturing themselves. Well, the ear thing is still The ear thing just really is terrible. <laughs> yeah. They also have a greased pole walk. They have fish cutting, which I left out because I knew Bean would hate that. They have a four-man carry. So you literally, literally stand there and you get one person on your front, mm-hmm. right, left, back. Yes. And they're all holding on to you. And then you try and walk as far as you can walk. Jeez. Wow. So that's the World Eskimo Indian Olympics. I and I want no part of it. I say we go. I go watch. Yes. I do not want to be a contestant. Well, obviously. Next time, uh, the bull penis sword fight. I'm going to give you guys a choice. Oh, sorry? Bull penis sword fighting. Bull penis sword fighting. Or, and I know you don't like soccer, but what about fireball soccer? Fireball soccer. They light it on fire and then play soccer. I would watch so much soccer. And that's coming up next. This is the Kevin and Bean Show on K Rock. Thursdays, just after 7 a.m., we do Get Up on This with Jensen Carp. Get up, get on up on this. 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 Now, you guys, the average person spends about a third of their life sleeping. That is, unless they do morning radio. Uh, And yet, we don't really know what happens during that time. We don't know what happens during that time. No, you don't know what really happens when you're sleeping. Okay, right? right, Sure. For example, sleep talking. Sure, yeah. No one fully knows. Mm-hmm. You don't know what you're saying. For years, girl- have you guys ever wondered, like, oh, yeah. I hope I don't say the wrong thing when Absol- I'm sleeping? Absolutely. <laughs> for years, I, I have gotten in so much trouble with my wife for things I've said in my sleep. And I, right. I argue that I am not responsible for it, and she says, "Look, it's coming from somewhere." I don't think you're responsible for it. What if she said, "Oh yeah, Becky with the good hair," right? <laughs> That's what Bean said. Or, or, ver- or a variation of, <laughs> yeah, y- yeah. Uh, well, listen, girlfriends in the past, people that I had uh, even shared a hotel room with on a trip. These people tell me that I was sleep talking. Mm. I didn't believe them. I thought they were full of it, or maybe I was just sort of like slightly talking. You right. know what I mean? Uh, and then. I found out I was wrong. Oh, no. Uh, thanks to an app that I'm getting you guys up on today called Sleep Talk Recorder. Uh, it was created in Iceland in 2010 by a development team, and it has millions of downloads, but yet I think not enough people know about it. Hmm. Does it record? Well, good guess. Thank here's, you. Here's what <laughs> happens. What was your clue, Kevin? What tipped you off? <laughs> was it the name of the app? <laughs> I also stopped like halfway. I don't it's know actually why. like, uh, it's a lot like um, uh, Angry Birds, actually. It has nothing to do with sleeping. Uh, okay, so listen, it records everything that you say while you're sleeping. It's triggered by any noise, and at that point, it starts recording for a few seconds. It can get up to eight to ten seconds, but it really can go longer, but mm-hmm. it tries to keep the clip short for you. Um, at that point, right, you wake up and you listen to what you've said. They have them broken up into clips that you can listen to. It's shocking. That scares me. No. It's terrifying. You could even sh- uh, like save them on your phone or share them with friends, post them on social media. Is that right? And it's all really good. And the recording is really good. And it picks, like every once in a while, it'll pick up my dog moving. Mm-hmm. But it's mostly all noises of me. 
What about snoring, though? I would think that that would be would good. Fill up the whole thing. Good question. It kind of knows when it's snoring based on the length and the the noise. So it'll pick up a couple snores, but not long term snoring. No. Okay. Like in my case, I don't snore much, but if I do snore, it it's like. <clears throat> And then that clip is over. Right. So it sort of picks up the idea that you're snoring quick. Now, how do I know I sleep talk now? Mm-hmm. You recorded yourself? Please tell me. Well, let's listen to the first clip I ever recorded. <laughs> uh, this one, you might be asking, what do I say? Well, I say, I want to talk about lobster rolls because they're actually pretty good. talk about lobster rolls is actually pretty good. Conscious mind do that. That's so I weird. I don't know. It's I mean, insane. you're right too. They're I, great. They're not wrong. No. Can you believe that? So when you woke up and listened to that clip, did you remember a dream about no. lobster? Nothing. Not at all. I, and also, like, there was like eight or nine clips that day. All of them were like, eh, nothing good. Right. And then that one hit. Oh, my God. Give me more, okay. Jensen. This is my second good one. This is of me sleeping and apparently scatting or doing my best Bobby McFerrin impression. Here we go. What the hell are you doing? I don't know. You think there was a dance with it like that? I have no idea. I was like, dip, 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 scat man. I don't know what I was doing. Here's the thing. Those are just two examples of ones that I've done. It is an, a, such a fun app if you sleep talk because you would never know that I love lobster rolls. Yeah. Right? The app is free. Okay. All they, right. they have a premium uh, situation that's three ninety nine. It helps um, as far as like logging your stuff and it records for longer. So I, and they I do remixes. Def- yeah, well worth it. <laughs> well worth it. They also two more clips that you have to hear. They All have right. a leaderboard on their app. So people, what does that mean? The best? You yes. Can submit so your own. So people submit them and then people vote on them. Yes. That's awesome. And it's so good. For example, this is one of the most popular clips on the site. <laughs> Did he say something's eating my butt? Yeah. Something's eating my butt. Something's eating my butt. That's awesome. And then this is another one. I, I love this clip. This is another one of the leaders uh, on the app. Oh, I hate that stupid giraffe. Oh, I hate that stupid giraffe. That giraffe always wants to bite you. That is aggressive sleep talking. He hates a giraffe. That poor woman. Right. She's so disappointed. Well, your wife could be just as disappointed if you download the Sleep Talk Recorder app. Download it now. You can get it for free. $3.99 on the uh, premium. I can't suggest it more. That was my get up on. Get up. Get on up. How about some animal stories? Maybe a raccoon or a story about a dog. Maybe a baboon or a story about a frog. A story about a cat or a pizza rat. A story about a minx or a story about a lynx. Animal stories in the news. Animal stories to cure your blues. Animal stories just for you. Let's find out what they're up to.
are some uh, fun animals in the news this week, and not all of them are killing people, Kevin. You'll be happy to Excellent. know. Excellent. Dr. Claire Simeone is the hospital director of the Keikaiola Hawaiian Marine Mammal Center. All right? She's at lunch the other day, and her phone rings, a call coming from the hospital. She picks it up. Nothing. Hangs up. Phone rings again. Nothing. She got nine calls over a 15-minute period with no one on the other end. So she started to panic, and she rushed back to the hospital. She thought there might be some sort of emergency going on. When she shows up, her phone rings again. The call is coming from inside the hospital, but no one could figure out how. She called the phone company, and they said, yeah, it's coming from somewhere inside the hospital from a landline. So she starts going room to room throughout the hospital, all of the offices, looking for who's making these prank phone calls. And then she enters the laboratory and she finds a gecko stretched its body across the screen, was on an active call when she walked in. Its tail was just millimeters away from the touchscreen button that you use to hold, end, or transfer calls. The gecko was placing calls to everyone on the hospital's recent call list. And then just sitting on the phone. Just trying to get him to change insurance? Or? Well, maybe. How rude. I, I don't know why Geico hasn't signed this gecko up. Right? But she had to, the director of the facility had to send out a note to all of her staff and volunteers who may have received these telemarketing calls from a gecko. <laughs> That's amazing. But that is amazing. <laughs> and the photo is hilarious to see this little lizard on the phone, though, just making all those calls. Like, who would have ever figured that out? You might have seen this viral video. The whole thing is worth wi- uh, watching. I'll play a clip. This is a woman and her family. They're on a boating trip in the Puget Sound in the Seattle, Washington area when a bunch of humpback whales came up. And by the way, uh, you know, whale watching, very popular yep. in that part of the country. Sure. People pay big bucks to go out and see whales. These whales came right up to the boat and were hanging out around the boat, which seemed cute until they started getting nervous as the whales went under the boat. Ooh. And she became terrified that somehow they were going to come up out of the water and flip them over. So she called 911. What? And I don't know what she expected what are they them supposed to do. To do? <laughs> They're out in the middle of the water. Like I said, you should watch this whole video because the husband is trying to calm everybody down and talking about how lucky they are to see majestic majestic nature in front of him. And right in the background, you can hear the lady starting to call emergency. Relax. He's checking us out. He's checking us out. It's okay. No, it's okay. Relax. He's going to check us out and he's going to go away. Very intelligent. Look at that. He's rolling. Oh my God! This is amazing, you guys. There's another one right behind it. I'm I'm out in Puget uh, Sound, and there's three gray whales right underneath our boat, yeah, and I'm away. afraid that we might get flipped over. Away. I'm drive really away. scared. Okay, now while she's on the phone with 911, her husband also starts to panic. Now he's saying, "Hey, let's drive away." He's the one saying, "Drive away." Okay, let's get away from these whales. She's on the phone again with 911, expecting them to do something. Drive away. Where are we, Darren? Right now. Drive away, Dad. Yeah, drive away. Hurry, quick. Drive away. Faster, please. Drive away faster. Drive away faster. Gray whales right underneath our boat. They're following us. Oh, my God. It's following us. She uh, later explained, by the way, that she didn't expect them to be able to do anything at the time, but she thought if these whales end up turning us upside down, at least they'll have an idea of where to look for the bodies. That's what she said to the police afterwards. Yes. And people went online, by the way, accusing her of being a whalist. Why? Because the whales are black? All of a sudden, you're oh, terrified of them? Now. I hope they were just joking. I don't think this sounds like a great job, but over 80 applicants applied to be the cat chief at a town, a little town in Russia called Zelenograst. 
the duties are taking care of the town's approximately 70 stray cats. That's my hell. Yeah. How much would they have to pay you to look after 70 stray cats in Russia? I mean, I'd go, but I wouldn't look after them. <laughs> You'd take the money yeah. and drink it. Oh, yeah, I'm really trying to take care of them here. <laughs> uh, this town, by the way, is really into cats. They have erected a cat statue. They have a feline on their emblem. They are trying to rebrand themselves as Russia's foremost cat-loving mm. community. That's a lonely, lonely community right there. Svetlana Lagunova has been appointed the guardian of the town's feline. She was given a bicycle, a uniform, a bright green jacket, a black bow tie, and a hat, and they're paying her... What do you think that job? Uh, what do you think that job pays? I mean, I'd do it for the I'd bow tie. Do it for the bow tie, right? <laughs> Eighty-five dollars a month, you guys. Well, eighty-five bucks. Is that a hurt? lot in that town? I, I don't know. I can't imagine it's a lot. It can't be. She uh, she's, to do something else. I would assume she's in charge of uh, dishing out food and taking care of the cats and taking I'll them take in for care of the cats. <laughs> no, I don't think that's, that's what you're looking for. Oh, okay, yeah. that's not it at all. Uh, All right, we got to talk about the Frontier Airlines story. Yes, please. This is a woman. Kevin loves her. Yep. She had to be escorted off a flight bound for Cleveland on Tuesday because she had an emotional support squirrel on the flight. She did not go quietly, by the way. Here she is, uh, this clip from the Jimmy Kimmel Live show last night, explaining the encounter when they came to her and said, look, you and your squirrel have got to go. Either you walk off the plane or I'm going to arrest you. There will be trespassing warrants issued for you, and we will take that squirrel. I said, you're not taking my squirrel, sorry. You are not. I refuse. You will not take my baby from me. Oh. And by the way, it wasn't just, hey, let's have the authorities come on and escort this lady and her, her squirrel off the plane. They had to deplane everybody. Everyone got off uh, and must have hated her guts. She's had the squirrel for three weeks, you guys. She can't get by without it. She is not going to go quietly into this good night, though. She has plans. You won't be surprised to sue. I politely informed them I will own a big portion of this airline. Put her on the band list. Don't let her fly anywhere. Agreed. Put her on a band list for cars. Don't let her walk anywhere. I like Just it. put her in her home. Lock it up. She did have a note, by the way, from a doctor saying it was an emotional support squirrel. But, I mean, I think these days haven't most of the airlines yes. come down and said, look, we got to start clamping down because people are bringing ducks on and they're bringing roosters and snakes and everything else. So dogs, cats, and in the case of Alaska, mini horses. But that's where the list ends, right? Yep. Yeah, this lady is not going to be very popular with uh, going forward, that's for sure. And this has been Animal Stories. Animal Stories in the news. Animal Stories to cure your blues. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Title and artist, Dr. Chris. What's up? Title and artist, go. AWOL Nation, good. Sale. <laughs> I'm telling you. Well done. Why are you mocking the poor man? He just sat down. It's too early for this. He just shared that he doesn't know a lot of big name bands, and then you did that I to him. Sort of a, and that wasn't even an easy one. Come on. It's, it's sort of a dick move. I'm, you know, Foo Fighters. Right, okay. All right. All right. <laughs> Let me uh, tell you who uh, Dr. Chris is if you've not been listening to Loveline in recent months. He is the co-host of Loveline, formerly with uh, What's-Her-Face, right? And now with... Good. The- with uh, Amber uh, Rose, right? Is who your co-host was? That's right. 
And now you debut a new version of the show with Carrie Keegan, and it is all part of a bigger launch today. Why don't you tell us, Doctor, why today is such a big day? All right, so today's National Coming Out Day, and in addition to that, Out Now is launching, which is an LGBT-centric radio station, first of its kind, mm-hmm. and so Loveline's going to be premiering on it. This is uh, this is big news, by the way, and you can obviously you can stream this station through the Radio.com app, as I have been doing for the past few days, and it is outstanding, by the way. Thank you. And you can also listen to it if you've got HD radio on. Uh, at home or in your car, it is the it is the, uh, the the other channel from Amp Radio. So Amp Radio is on 97.1. 97.1 HD2 is where you find out now. So you're debuting a new version of Loveline tonight starting at 7 p.m., correct? No pressure. It's only a 25-year legacy. <laughs> right. No worries. <laughs> We're going to be fine. No one like Drew. So. That's right. Who, Drew who? All good. <laughs> and screw Corolla and Catherine and all those guys, right? That's right. <laughs> um, what are you... Uh, how's it been... How long have you been doing... How long had you been doing Love Line with Amber? Uh, so me and Amber did Love Line for I think about two and a half years as a podcast. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, time to move on. So now me and Carrie and we're taking it over on the radio. Okay. Now you are an actual doctor. I am. What's your specialty? Sex therapy and relational therapy. Oh, perfect for Love Line. All right. Sure were you surprised? Of course, you you know had a lot of a lot of practice in your practice, but were you surprised when you started Love Line at the kinds of calls that you got? Oh yeah, you know, working in the field for over fifteen years, I thought I had literally heard everything. Sure, because yeah. that's always the question at a dinner party: is what's the wildest thing you've heard? Being on Love Line, I think I've I've learned some new things. Mm. Yeah, good, bad. It's the good, it's the bad, it's the ugly. It's everything. Yeah, it's everything. You, you can't unsee some of the stuff you heard. <laughs> you but, can't. Yeah. I mean, the amazing thing about sexuality is you can be attracted to anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A couch. Anything. A roller coaster. <laughs> the Eiffel Tower. Fozzie from the Muppets. <laughs> Who would have thought? Just oh, me. that was Allie's <laughs> first yeah, love. That was my first crush. That really? Was a little scary. Yeah. Well, I was saying a minute ago, my, my new one right now is Taylor Swift, which is mind-boggling. To she's, a, she's an actual human. She is. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Hold on a second. She's polarizing. Yeah. Yeah. You're saying you're attracted to Taylor Swift? Is that what you're saying? I'm a, I'm a, right now, I'm on a Taylor Swift kick. Yeah. Uh, uh, go on. Get out. Well, <laughs> you've, got, you've got an ally in Bean. Thank Bean you. was early on the Taylor trip. I adore her uh, so much. Tell me what's going on with you, Doctor. When did she, she first show up on your radar? Let's this is not about... make this about her. No, we're not learning our guests. You're just we're indulging. Learning about, we're oh. learning about our guests. <laughs> hey, so let's why, talk about Taylor. <laughs> why all of a sudden? About two weeks ago, she was forced upon me. Um... It's the only way it works. <laughs> She's forced upon you yeah. or you don't hear you're, about you're her. You're beaten down, Spencer Pratt. He mm-hmm. was going on and on, and he was like, are you familiar? And I said no, and he's like, you have to listen to her. And I spent like the whole day at the gym on a tailor. You're taking, adva- you're taking advice from Spencer uh, Pratt? What am I doing? I and you're giving out advice on the radio? <laughs> I'm supposed to be a doctor. What's happening? <laughs> I can help see, you know, heal relational and sex lives. I'm just not very good with music. Okay. Can you diagnose Spencer Pratt? What's wrong with that? Dude. <laughs> <laughs> He's just a happy. We guy. don't have that kind of time. <laughs> Seriously, what kinds of uh, guests will you have as a result of the new platform being on the Out Now station? Uh, I want to have everybody. You know, again, it, it's it's LGBT centric, so I do want to use it as a platform to give LGBT artists and change makers a space to have their voice heard and to do their work. But bigger than that, everyone, I think everyone can relate to the kind of topics that we'll talk about on Love Line, sex, dating, relationships. So it's going to be mm-hmm. inclusive. Have you been incredibly encouraged, Doctor, by the acceptance of LGBTQ 
community in recent years in America. Yeah, finally. I mean, huge, huge strides have been made, finally. Huge strides. We definitely have a lot more strides to make. I mean, even within the LGBTQ, LGBTQIA plus community, I mean, there's a lot of letters in there, which right. is actually a beautiful thing. It's a lot to remember. But we still have a lot of work to do, even within the community, but also without the community. And this radio station out now is just a huge sign of that movement. I sort of feel like that movement has been going well for a long time, but I think it's because I live here and I'm surrounded by these people and it's not that yes. way everywhere. It's heartbreaking. Yeah, yeah, we do live in LA and so there's a lot more acceptance, but if you're from the suburbs or you're from a rural area, there's not a lot of representation. It's really difficult to connect with other people. Doctor, I'll tell you, I live in uh, New Orleans most of the year, and I have some really good friends who have been together. They're both men. They have been together for almost 20 years or something. And I asked them the other day, they live in uh, Mississippi, just over the Louisiana border. I said, why aren't you guys married yet? And they said, we cannot be married and live in Mississippi. Yep. Hmm. That's we real. We just can't. Still. I mean, it's still real. So, And I'm thinking... So wait, so the people that live in your town think that you're just roommates for for the last twenty years? They're and close I, buddies from college. Yeah, yeah <laughs> and I guess that's what it is. Is just you get the in in the community's view, that's putting it in their face. If all of a sudden now you're married, and it's, that just broke my heart to hear them say that because they're obviously committed life partners. Yeah, and think about the damage that does to your relationship. You you don't feel like you're taken seriously, and you look right. out into the world, and you see all these other people whose romantic relationships get validation and legal support and yours doesn't. Hmm. Are you seeing more and more people coming out? And I, this is a great question, I think, for National Coming Out Day earlier and earlier. And has it been a has that been a real healthy thing, you think? Yeah, it's upsetting a lot of people because younger uh, individuals are coming out as gay. They're coming out as gender fluid. They're coming out as transsexual. They're coming out as asexual. And people are panicking. But those are all healthy identities. They're all healthy sexual orientations. And the younger generations have access because of technology about all these possible options. And so they're able to live a more diverse, authentic self. I wish I had back then. I don't yeah. know who I'd be now if I had that kind of availability. Is that right? Yeah, for sure. Uh, we'll never know, all of us. We were all raised in a time where we were given two options. You're a guy or a girl, you're gay or you're straight. And even gay wasn't a presentable option. And I don't know where we'd all be if as children we were told we can dress how we want, our sexuality can change, our gender can change. Yeah. my A friend of mine, I actually was talking to him about when he knew, because uh, another friend of mine said, I think my son's gay and I don't know. Should I bring it up? How do I talk to him? Is it too young? He's eight. I don't know if I should even bring it up to him. Maybe he doesn't even know yet. And I was talking to my friend and he said, I knew when I was five, sitting there watching TV, and I saw Joanne Worley with a feather boa, and I was like, oh, I want to be Joanne Worley. And I was like, oh, my God. See, people need to talk about when they knew so parents can know, you know what, they yeah, there is no too young. Again, no. it's a healthy, acceptable thing, and mm -hmm. so there is no too young, and your child knowing it's a possible thing that you support will help them. I know for me, I knew when I was making out with my girlfriends and then turning and making out with their male best friend. Mm. And I was like, okay. there's something there. <laughs> <laughs> this is Chris, something. Chris, you were a goer. Yeah. Well, I, sure was. I started young. Goer. I started young. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the new radio station we are happy to announce is uh, available officially starting today. It's been on for a couple of weeks now, but it is called Out now and how do people find that if uh, they just go to the radio.com app and i guess that's just one of the options they just click on it. they don't need to type yeah. anything in uh, right? download the radio.com app and then search for out now and we'll pop right up and we're there all day and on the hd2 for right. amp radio you can uh, hear love lines starting tonight monday through thursday it's going to be from seven till nine uh, dr chris donahue along with carrie keegan and we wish you the best of luck with that doc and since we'll be here in the building i hope we'll be running in for sure time. thanks so much you bet thank you it's kevin and bean 
K-U-Rock. K-R-O-Q. First, Allie is here with what's happening on a Thursday. You guys uh, checked out their post-apocalypto show? I haven't yet. I'm looking forward to seeing it today. Is it funny? <sighs> I'm just going to say episode two. Mm-hmm. It's a cartoon, by okay. the way. Uh-huh. How it's on YouTube is shocking to me. Really? I I literally was like, oh my God. Plus, I was watching it on my phone when I was waiting for someone. Right. And I, I literally looked around making sure no one was around me to see what I was watching on my phone. That makes me want to see it so much yes, more. Yes, it should. Yeah. I'm and just you saying. Can, you can get away with a lot if it's animated. They got away with a lot. Okay. All right. I'm just going to say maybe Jack and Kyle were being serviced. Okay. All right. And you literally see it. I mean, they deserve it. I just glanced over <laughs> at Casey, finger on the button girl, and she, her eyebrow just raised like, watch it. Watch what you're saying. Hi, Casey. <laughs> Sorry. I'm just nervous about you using the phrase finger on her button. <laughs> wow. The, the drop it's a, button. Yeah, the, with delay the, so that, yeah. yeah. I mean, bean. Hey, you like the Weezer? Yes, I love please. the Weezer. Excellent. Well, they've announced that the long-awaited Black Album will be out next year. But in typical Weezer form, they've already got a new single and a music video. They are prolific, man. They really, really are. And this song is apparently a very funky detour for Rivers Cuomo. It's great. Yeah. You ready for it? It also stars... Uh, Pete Wentz as Rivers Wentz, an unlucky Lyft driver who's having the worst night of his life. If you want to watch that video, but it's a song called Can't Knock the Hustle. Now you can Come on. All right, Weezer. Yeah. yeah, I like it. Pretty strong. I like when they take funky detours. <laughs> Same. Right? That's what it says in this consequence of sound. It interview. Does? Funky it's detour? A funky detour. I kind of dig that. What a great description. I like it. It's a good song. I like it a lot. You guys, uh, big news yesterday is Channing Tatum moving on. You know that um, he was married to Jenna Dewan for nine years, mm-hmm. they have split. But apparently, according to people, he's now dating Jesse J. Oh, all right. And a lot of people were putting the side-by-side pictures of Jesse J and Jenna Dewan up and saying, Channing has a type. Has a type? Yes. They they look pretty similar. I mean, because all white chicks look the same, right? Absolutely. Brown hair, brown eyes. Might not even be brown. I don't know. Listen, they're both beautiful, and let's let people move on with their lives. I am still not over Channing and Jenna breaking up, by the way. I don't like it at all. A lot of people aren't. I was looking at the comments. I was like, people were really, really invested in that relationship. That that one hurt. I feel like you not being a part of that should be able to let that go and move on. All right, but again... Because you were no part of it at all. I uh, I love love, first of all. Sure. And second of all, there are some people who you think, well, if they can't make it, no one can because they seem so perfect for one another and you just, you root for those but, kinds of relationships mm-hmm. to make it. I'm fine with rooting for them. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I think it's, 
immeasurably harder on celebrities. Oh, mm-hmm. absolutely. It's just, it seems like it's impossible. I would never look at a celebrity couple and say, if they can't make it, who can? Because okay. they have extra pressure times yeah. 10. All right, so you're happy they broke up. No, That's fine. That's a different opinion. Yeah. No, no, I'm not happy. I'm just saying. Callous, you wondered, you right? wondered why he didn't leave the bitch sooner. That's what I heard you say. So and many, I'm you, you just said so many options. Why is he sticking with one? Exactly. Right. Life's a buffet, Kevin just said. Literally didn't say <laughs> oh, any of that. God, you're just gross. Not a word of that. No? No. Oh, not okay. at all. I know we've had the conversation about why would you even care if people you don't know broke up. I'm telling you. If Megan Mullally and Nick Offerman broke I up, know, and that's it bizarre would to me. devastate me. I love them so much, you guys. I'm with you. Remember when I put it out there that I'd be willing to, to mm-hmm. live with them? Sure. Whatever they wanted. I'm no, still, no word back? Nothing. <laughs> I'm still not over uh, Amy Poehler and Will Arnett. That's still, that one still hurts me that they broke up. You guys are odd. We just love you need love. lives. Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah, okay. yeah. Don't worry. That's weird. Well aware. <laughs> okay, all right. Good. Well aware. You guys, I'm really happy for Enrique Iglesias because a lot of people, once they have kids, maybe the sex slows down for a little bit. You're exhausted. You're first-time parents. And these are first-time parents, him and his partner, Anna Kornikova, of twins. That's a big change to your life. Maybe you're not doing it so much. Nope, not true. Not true for Enrique and Anna Kornikova because he said to the son, it's probably more sex now than ever. The sex has not diminished. (gasps) Yeah. Let me be your hero. (laughs) Right? Just saying. Putting in work. Could I hear it again, please? Let me be your hero. Yeah. I like it. I mean, he's, he's bragging, but okay. I mean, he's... Yeah, he's I feel hot. like he's. I feel Anna like Kornikova's hot. There, it's okay. Most yeah. of the time, when people say that, they're mm-hmm. you know covering Lying. for something that may not be. They there. haven't had sex since the twins. That's what I'm December saying. December 2017. Right. <gasps> wow. You might be oh, right. Yeah, uh, having it. You know, more than ever. So much. Like <laughs> I had to stop just to do this interview with the sun. <laughs> it's just weird. It's almost like I'm saying, you know, <laughs> which let me be that. Oh, lamb is delicious, right? Who's with me? I had a lot of caffeine. I don't know what's happening um, right now. Guys, this is the, the strangest story I've seen in a while. Flu season just around the corner, and some parents are taking an extra step to protect their young children from germs by placing signs on car seats and baby carriages, warning people not to touch their kids. And this trend is even showing up on Etsy, where you can find like cute signs that say, please don't touch or stop, no touching. Your germs are too big for me. Are people, are strangers touching children? Is that like a thing that's uh, Not that I'm aware of. I mean, I would think if they wanted, if they found the baby beautiful or whatever, they Uh would ask the parents at the very least. Yes. I don't know. I don't understand that. I find your baby beautiful. I don't know. (laughs) I'm just saying that's that was, a weird, that was a weird phrasing, Kevin. I'm saying that's worst case scenario. Pardon, Madame, but I find your baby beautiful. But May I touch him? They're not saying a word, and they're just walking up and touching babies. That's what I'm saying. This is weird. like so much so that now there's Etsy has signs for your kids. You know, shouldn't have carriages? to put up a sign. Don't no. touch my baby. I need to know if this is something we're not aware of, that people are just walking around all willy-nilly, I'm going to touch that baby. I find it beautiful. It's just weird. I could have said that better. It's just weird. <laughs> this whole thing has been weird. 
How about some birthdays for you? Shane Krakowski, Emily Deschanel, Matt Bomber, Cardi B, Rikishi, and Luke Perry, Dylan McKay, y'all. Ah, were you team Dylan or Brandon? Didn't uh, care. That's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Hit it, Steve. Cause he's RJ Bell. RJ Bell. Yes, he's RJ Bell. RJ Bell. RJ Bell comes to us every week at this time from Las Vegas, Nevada. He is the founder of Pregame.com, the exclusive odds provider for the Associated Press. He also is the host of the RJ Bell's Dream Preview podcast on iTunes with college football and NFL episodes every week and the new daily radio show on Fox Sports Radio straight out of Vegas. RJ, welcome back to the Kevin Bean Show, my friend. How are you? Now, listen, you may or may not believe this, but I can predict the gender of a baby 50% of the time. Wow, you're good. That is very impressive. Awesome. Now, RJ, how do you, I know you're very particular how we uh, how we talk about your record on this show. Uh, up until this past week, you had a winning record every week, but last week, what happened? It, we was, went, it wasn't a loss. We went one, one, and one. So let me tell you a little bit about how you promote records. Okay, last great. Last week, it was, every week was a winner. Uh-huh. Now, not a single week was a loser. Okay, all right. So you had a correct and incorrect and a push last week. So let's talk about this week's games for NFL week number six. The big dog game is the uh, Titans with Marcus Marietta hosting the uh, red-hot defense of the Baltimore Ravens. What do you think? Yeah, we like the Titans here plus the three points. This is about the Ravens on the road. So home games, road games, every team is better at home. Some teams, though, more so. Baltimore is one of those teams that really needs to be at home. Last four seasons, Ravens have only won about a third of their road games. Now, they're favored here, so they're supposed to win more than half the time. They've only won about a third. This is actually the Ravens' third straight road game. That means they're a tired team. And then lastly, they had overtime last week, which means they had to play a whole other almost 10 minutes. So they're tired from three straight road games off an overtime game, and now you have the Titans. They lost to the Buffalo Bills. Nothing will upset betters more than that. No (laughs) one wants Tennessee. I want them. Titans plus three. All right. Your best bet has the Miami Dolphins, who stunned the world with a 3-0 start, but they've come back to earth by losing a couple since then. They've got the Chicago Bears. What say you? Listen, I'm not one to complain. Our one loss last week, the Dolphins were plus six. We were winning by 14 in the fourth quarter. Uh, let's just leave it there. I, I won't talk any more about it. <laughs> I'm going the other way with the Bears this week. And here's why. The Bears are a road favorite, favored by three. Usually you avoid road favorites. You know why? Because they know they're clearly better than the other team, so much so they can be favored on the road. So sometimes they look past them. But there's one time that a road favorite doesn't look past the opponent. It's when they're off a bye. The Bears did not play last week, so they had all this time to rest up, have some fun. Now they're ready to play. By the way, historically, since 2002, a road favorite off a bye has covered the spread 73% of the time. We're going with that with the Bears minus three. 
All right, we got R.J. Bell on the line, pregame.com in Las Vegas, talking NFL Week 6. The big game is a great rivalry in the NFL. It's always sparks flying when you got the Steelers and the Bengals. Yeah, this is old school when it comes to how hard these teams hit, the defense they play. Some may remember last year on Monday Night Football, Ryan Shazier got hurt for the Steelers, still hasn't played since. Barely, uh, there was questions of him even walking again. But these guys keep hitting. But it hasn't really been competitive when it comes to who wins these games. Steelers in Cincinnati, so that should be an advantage for Cincy, are 24-5 and five the last 29 games. Wow. 24-5. and five. And you look at this Bengals. They're 4-1. They had three games. They were less than 50% late in the game, but they won all of them. Some people might say they're clutch. I say the Bengals have been lucky. It's more likely the Bengals would be 1-4 right now than 4-1. We're taking the Steelers plus 2.5 points. All right. I love to hear the reasoning. I love it when RJ explains out loud how he comes up with what he comes up with. And he's usually right. The big dog is the Titans plus three hosting the Ravens. Best bet, Chicago Bears minus three over the Dolphins. Big game, Steelers plus two and a half over Cincy. I wanted to ask you one more thing, RJ, since we have you on the phone. Now that we're a few games into the NBA preseason, what effect does LeBron James going to the Lakers have on betting on him? Well, you get the public loves to bet on a winner and though lebron is somewhat divisive you have people debating is he better than michael jordan and all that but the reality is he's the most popular and biggest name in the sport that leads people to bet both on him and against him and let me give you one example yesterday it was a preseason game here in vegas against golden state it had more money bet on it, a preseason nba game than a normal hockey game. In fact, double the money of a normal hockey game. That's crazy. Most listeners probably think it's crazy you can even bet in the preseason. Yeah. (laughs) But they had that much money on it. That's how big LeBron is and, quite frankly, how exciting it should be for basketball fans in L.A. And final question. The Warriors are still the favorite to win the NBA championship, though, even with LeBron and the Lakers, right? Yeah, not even close. In fact, if you want to bet Golden State... You actually got to risk more than you win. Mm, so if gotcha. you risk, let's say, a hundred bucks, you're only going to win about sixty. Even in Michael Jordan's heyday, it was usually even money. So Golden State is a historically good team. There is nothing R.J. Bell doesn't know. You can throw anything at him, and he has it at his fingertips. He is the founder of Pregame.com, the exclusive odds provider to the Associated Press. You can check out all the games and more on the site. R.J. Bell's Dream Preview is available on iTunes with college football and NFL episodes each week. And we're very proud of R.J. being on Fox Sports Radio with the Straight Out of Vegas with R.J. Bell daily radio show weekdays as well. Have a great week, my friend. We'll talk to you next time. Thanks so much, guys. Kevin and Bean on K Rock. K R O Q. I saw a uh, great article, and I'm very deeply in love with this woman, uh, and you'll find out why in a moment. Diana Chamorro is her name. She's a goer, and she um, she lives in Colombia. And God bless her for having this happen to her and not receding in shame and vowing to never tell another soul. She put it up on YouTube. All right. And and she's awesome because she was looking for lip balm one night. She does not like having dry lips. And she came across a mysterious pink substance that she holds up to the camera. 
and she immediately applied it to her lips without checking the label. Mm -hmm. Now, the topic is you use the wrong product for something. Use the wrong product. Yes. Uh Uh-oh. Because if you're not paying attention, it's easy to take a birth control pill instead of a vitamin. You know what I mean? I mean, it's easy to make those mistakes. It is. It's not. How is it not easy? I mean, who keep if you're not keeping really good track of what you're putting in your mouth, then it would be easy to make a mistake like that. So she thought it was lip balm, you guys. What it was instead is something called an anal relaxer. Oh, sure. I'm sorry? <laughs> what? I'm sorry? What? What's an anal relaxer? Well, Kevin, sometimes <laughs> when mommy and daddy <laughs> want to have a little backdoor fun. Oh, that's... That's really I, – I didn't yeah. want to Google it and have that in my browser in case I died. Yeah, it <laughs> relaxes the whole uh, area back there for – So what does that do to the, to her lips? Probably relaxed them. <laughs> her, lips, her lips fell asleep, you guys. What That's the... what it did. Her lips fell asleep. Oh, my gosh. All right, now that I know what the anal relaxer is, I'm very curious why this is so hilarious to her – and her mother, who is in the room with her as she is recording. As oh, she was, no. This is the other thing I'm wondering. If it was hers, if it was Diana's, wouldn't she have recognized the, the container that it was in if it was her anal relaxer? So, Dave, you could be right. Ah. It could be mom. Ah. All right. So here's a little bit of the video. You'll see how hilarious she found this, and the rest of the world did, too. I think this has, like, 15 million views already over the course of the last couple of days. Uh, by the way, it is in Spanish, but here she is breaking the news because she's Colombian. Here she is breaking the news that the, the, the thing that she's holding up is actually anal relaxer. Esto es un relajante anal. <laughs> I love her. Put it on her mouth. <laughs> the moment I put it on, I could not feel my mouth anymore. So, guys, if you're going to use something or take something, go ahead and check so it doesn't happen to you. Wow. Which is a great PSA, I think, for Diana to share with the rest of the world. But her mom is behind her in the video, and she is just laughing, too. Yeah, that's weird, too. That's a that's a that's an awesome family. I want to party with them. Well, you, you want to party with one of them. <laughs> we just don't know which one yet. Right. You could all be relaxed. Uh, so what I'm saying is, how awesome is she for putting that up? By the way, she's great for that. For sharing Absolutely. that with the rest of the world. And Dave, I understand it happened to you. Listen, yeah, I feel her pain. Uh, when I was younger, I had some cousins come stay in our house. Mm-hmm. I was taking a shower. And I used this product to wash my hair. Okay. And, you know, I was talking about, I asked my mom, I was like, Mom, uh, this shampoo was weird. It was really just like wet and like it just didn't work really well. Didn't she goes, lather? No. Okay. It didn't soap up, nothing. Yeah. And I was like, it's really weird. What did you get? And she, how old are you at this point, Dave? Uh, you know, I was like 14, 15. Okay. Yeah. Right. And uh, she's like, what did you use? And I show her the bottle. It was douche. <laughs> I got news for you. <laughs> it wasn't douche. You were douche. douche. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. How fresh did your hair feel? Though? Oh, it was so clean yeah. and silky. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm a sweaty pot. <laughs> what? I'm not a fan of that. There are a lot of tubes and, uh, and bottles. What? Oh. Uh, 
in in your bathroom. Okay. Mm-hmm. And if you're not paying attention, it's super easy to do something like that. I totally get that. Like Dave's story, you know, he's in the shower. He just reaches up and grabs a bottle, assumes it's shampoo. So I think it would be interesting to hear from our listeners who have had similar experiences where they thought they were using one product. And, and it, it was turned, an anal relaxer. And it turned out to be something else. <laughs> and by the way, it doesn't necessarily have to be something like these two examples of the body. It could be you were, I may make another bad example here, but it, it could be like you were trying to pour some <laughs> Marking it. You're about to nail it. Keep going. (laughs) You think you're pouring cement, and it's actually flour. (laughs) Wait, what? Uh, Hold on. (laughs) Just accept the greatness. I need a diagram this. My my point is that some things look alike. You're just, you know, using a cement mixer. (laughs) Right. As an example, right. So, what product did you think you were using and tell us instead what it was? 1-800-520-1067. miracle. We'll take your calls next on K-Rock. The Kevin and Bean Show on K-Rock. Let's take one phone call. Let's make it Jody in Huntington Beach. Good morning, Jody. Hi there. Welcome. We're talking about uh, you used a product, or the wrong product. You mistook a product. What, what did you do? Uh, well, I'm a big cheater because it wasn't me. It was somebody else. But it's Sure, so somebody else in quotes. Go ahead. Good friend. Mm-hmm. Yes, she, she used super glue instead of eye drops. I oh, think this was, is, hold on. I think this is an urban legend. Do you? I, yeah. told, a friend of mine told me about it. No, no, no. No. You know this person. I, yes, I saw her with the bandages on her eyes. Okay, first of all, I had suspicions it was an urban legend, too. But at the same time, you called in. We got an email from Beth who says, My husband was a firefighter, and he once responded to a woman who accidentally put super glue in both eyes instead of eye I mean, And it was Jody's friend. I mean, it makes sense in that they're both sort of the same container. But Uh it doesn't make sense because who has super glue in their bathroom? Well, it could be next to your bed. You could have been fixing a teacup. (laughs) <laughs> oh, and I, and I missed your bad example. I did it for you. <laughs> I'm just bummed. I'm bummed for whoever uses super glue because they won't have two eyeballs. <laughs> Jody, thank you for the call. Hey, uh, you guys, Muggs came into the studio. Muggs is fine. We invited him. We invited him. He's, He's got a standing super- at a microphone. You can turn it up. We're going to talk to him okay. in a second. We're talking right. about you used the wrong product. You thought it was one thing, and it turned out to be something else. By the way, it just occurred to me at the end of that song that I have a story once where I used um, some sort of antibiotic cream like a bacitracin or one of the, one of those. Does that sound right, bacitracin? That's no, thing, but right? go ahead. I used it to brush my teeth. <laughs> really? Thought it, thought it was toothpaste. Yeah, did that. That happened to me. So <laughs> 1-800-520-1067. Why don't we start with Danielle? She's in Gardena, line five, up first in this segment on the Kevin Bean Show. Good morning, Danielle. Good morning. How are you guys? We are good. Thank you. You used the wrong product. Uh, yes. I was. I just took a shower. I was spraying myself with what I thought was body spray. It ended up being a little travel Lysol, which is fine, except for I'm allergic to Lysol. Oh, no. So my, my throat started closing up. I couldn't breathe. I had to hurry up and get back in the shower so that I didn't die. Oh, no. <laughs> I love any story that ends with, so I didn't die. <laughs> That's crazy. All right. Thank you, Dad. Well, we appreciate the call. Let's go to line two, please. This is going to be Connie. She is in orange. You're not going to believe this one. Hey, Connie. Hi. We're not going to believe what? 
When I was a starving college student, I had a car that lost power steering fluid all the time, so I always had to replace it, and I kept the bottle under the sink. One day, I grabbed the bottle. I was pouring it in. I thought it looked a little weird. Turned it around. It was Drano. You were pouring Drano in your car. Fluid. I did. I did. And how did your car like that? <laughs> did it work? <laughs> Not very much. Mm. I got in the car, drove it to the gas station. It was seizing up the whole way. And then I told the attendant at the gas station that my twin sister got mad at me, and she was the one who did it. I love it. Blame oh. it on your fake twin sister. <laughs> oh, I love it. Good work, Connie. Thank you for Thank the call. Let's go to line seven. Uh, Corona, this is going to be Eric up next on the Kevin Bean Show. Hey, Eric, you used the wrong product. Uh, yeah, what's up, guys? So when I was a kid, my mom had her friend over, and she was uh, pregnant, or not pregnant, but had a baby. And there was a Tupperware bottle, like one of those one-liter bottles full of milk. And I was thirsty, and I drank a whole lot of it, and I found out it was her breast milk. And, yeah! Oh, my God, it's the worst experience I ever had in my life. Yeah, he found out. Yeah, he did. <laughs> Eric, can I ask you, before you found out, though, weren't you like, this is the best damn milk ever? No, it was really weird tasting, and I had actually mentioned that. It was, it, was, it was kind of gross. But I want to say one thing real quick. Oh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> what just happened? He's doing an impression of a caller win. How, how long ago like was three that? Years. Three years ago. <laughs> Very funny, Eric. Thank you. All right, Beer Bug, you apparently <laughs> have something. Called. The guy called when we weren't going to take another call. Right. And, we and said, I said, Kevin, just take one more. <laughs> And the guy goes, hello. And Kevin just goes, nope, and went to commercial. And I thought I was going to pee my pants. Oh, hello. That guy, yes. That's the dude. Oh, hello. All right, Bugs, what happened to you? I had uh, received a spot of poison oak on my uh, on the small of my back. You received, you received it, it, did you? <laughs> I acquired it, rather. And uh, What, from eBay? What no, happened? No, I procured I, it. I went camping, uh, or I, yeah, I was hiking through the Malibu Canyon, and I got... None part, of this is believable. It is, I swear to God. And I got it on my back, and I went to CVS to get what it said. It, it, it had like a poison oak logo mm -hmm. on the bottle. So I put it on the, the area, yeah. and I noticed it started spreading all over my body oh. after I put this on. Well, what happened was, I didn't really read the fine print. Mm -hmm. This was cream that you put on before the rash appears. Mm -hmm. So essentially what I had done is I had taken this cream, put it on the affected area, and spread it all. I spread the poison oak all over my body <laughs> from head to toe. Oh. I had it in every crevice, every orifice. How, how much are you touching? It's <laughs> happening. I was trying to I was trying to like make sure it didn't spread. Ah. But mm. you're not supposed to put this cream on after the rash has appeared. Nice job, dumbass. Yeah. I had to go to the hospital and get a cortisone shot because the it was like venom spreading on my skin. Mm. Sweet. And yeah, I didn't buy the stuff that you put on after the rash appears. Right. All right. Right. Gotcha. Yep. Yes. But, but, yeah. you did, but you didn't die. No, I didn't die. I'm still okay. here. Sorry, Bean. From uh, <laughs> the 415, Gina, my mother-in-law kept dish soap in an olive oil bottle between the kitchen mm -mm. sink and the stove. What? Well, you're asking for people. Yes. To, right. I found out when I tried to cook dinner for her and the onions turned out sudsy. Hmm. Uh, Billy writes in from the 714. Yeah, hi. I pour concrete for a living. One time we actually <laughs> poured, poured flour instead of cement. <laughs> Dumbass. <laughs> Let's go to, uh, I think he's mocking me. Jason in La Crescenta. Hi. Good morning. How you doing, sir? Good, good thank you. 
You, you used the wrong product. The, um, Blita and Reseda and Michael to make a long time. The funniest thing, it was back in the 80s, and my girlfriend, she had a yeast infection, but she put her tube right next to the sink, and her I tube of what? With, it was Vagisil. Mm -hmm. It okay. was for the yeast infection. And sure. I started brushing my teeth with oh. that. It was the most disgusting thing I ever did. But you in my didn't life. get a yeast infection in your mouth, so. Exactly. My mouth is clean as hell. Game one. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Good work. Thank you for the call. <laughs> Appreciate that. All right, let's try uh, Carlos Fontana, line two, up next. By the way, uh, some, topic, some topics of the phone just blow up. Yeah. I, I feel like everybody's got a story here. We could take these calls till noon. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. All right, Carlos, hi. Oh, hey, guys. Use yeah, the wrong product. Um, when I was 10 years old, I accidentally used Nair on my arms instead of baby lotion. Oh. They used to come in the pink bottles. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And instead of, uh, you know, I used it, and I started smelling the smell like, a couple minutes later. What the hell is the smell? And I freaking wiped my arm off, and the chunk of hair just came off of it. Sure. Oh. Honestly, so, kind of a win. Is that a win? Yeah, for yeah. me, I'm, 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 pretty a, hairy. I'm a baby gorilla. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, yeah, I would like that mistake. <laughs> so smooth, so clean. Thank you, sir. Appreciate that. Let's go to line seven. This is going to be Long Beach and Cindy up next. Hey, Cindy. Hi, how are you guys doing? Long-time listener, big, huge fan. Thank you very much. Um, one time I put horseradish all over my five-year-old daughter's hamburger instead of mayonnaise. Oof. I mean, she had she had to learn at some point. Oof. Kids got to grow up. She started complaining about how hot it was, and I thought she was talking about temperature. So I was like, oh, it's fine. Just eat it. Just, Just eat, eat the it. burger. <laughs> eat the burger and shut up. Exactly. Uh, and so my husband um, figured it out, and, of course, they made fun of me about that for the next 20 years. Sure. That's awesome. They Cindy. did the right thing, Cindy. I'm sorry. Thank you for the call. We appreciate it. Yeah, horseradish a little rough for a five-year-old. Uh, speaking of hot, let's go to line six. This is also in Long Beach, but this is going to be Rocky. He joins us now on K-Rock. Hey, Rocky. Hey, guys. Long-time listener, big-time fan. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, so uh, there was a couple years back I was dating a girl, and she wanted to do some something nice for me and something kind of sexy and romantic, and she wanted to give me a personal massage. Personal so, massage, okay. And she had all of these great sense of emotions that she wanted to put on my back. Well, she turned down the lights real low and things were going great. And one of the emotions uh, started making my back feel nice and cool. And then next thing I know, it started getting really, really hot to the point that it was really uncomfortable. We turned on the lights and she had accidentally put icy hot all over my back. Icy oh, hot. No. Mothered my back in icy hot. And we stood in the shower for another hour with <laughs> cold water trying to scrub it off. You're lucky she was massaging your back, right? No. Because no. <laughs> groin, right? Alternative Rock. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. All right, Allie, you're up. Well, it's the most wonderful time of the year, you guys. Because yep, Halloween sure is. is back in theaters. Halloween, back in theaters, October 19th. This but, looks so good. But how would you like to go to the K-Rock advanced screening of Halloween at Pacific's The Grove on October 16th? Hit it. Call now. 1-800-520-1067.
I love you. Right? Right. Right. Let's take callers 10 through 14 at 1-800-520-1067. And you're going to get to check out the movie just a few days before everyone else. Losers, right? Peasants that have to see it when it opens on the 19th. You're going to see it on the 16th. Do you think Jamie Lee Curtis from the yogurt commercials is the same universe as the Halloween movie? Like, she's scared of yeah. Mike Myers, but also scared of constipation. Well, she's got to <laughs> regulate what's in her gut. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. It's not going to help being so scared. Yeah. That's, That's real talk right there, man. It's a great uh, point, Jensen. That's what I'm here for. Real good point. <laughs> Guys, uh, Sorry, it's your last day. Yeah. Well, you know, they come and they go. Uh, Casey, finger on the button girl, was uh, driving in today. I'm going to come up with a, a different nickname for her. I'm fine with it. Okay. All right. Uh, all right. Uh, she was driving past the bowl and saw that they um, had announced that Ozzy had to reschedule his show. Because it's supposed to be tonight. Oh. And she's going tonight. And then saw the sign was like, oh, I'm not going tonight. Not so much. They have rescheduled his concert at the Bowl for Monday the 15th. So you're not going to go tonight. She got McCade. She got McCade. She got McCade, essentially. But, I mean, he's doing the show on Monday. For me, it's just like, no, the singer's now dead. (laughs) It's real sad. Everything I love just just dies. Ozzy, uh, that photo was pretty widespread. I'm surprised mm-hmm. she missed it of him in the hospital with his hand up in the air wrapped in bandages from that infection. Oh, now she's got to pay attention to Ozzy news right well, before I, his concert? I'm just saying, if you're a fan seems of like Ozzy, she would. It seems like, yeah, it would be something you'd be interested in. I'm not going, and I knew about it, is what I'm saying. But it also was like a weird little thing on his nail, and then he wound up hitting his hand against a door or something, and the hand swelled up, and then Got he's infected. like, yeah. what's with my, my finger? Also, if you're the guy who ate a bat's head, you can't be like, I have a hangnail, can't perform. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, it, it was pretty bad, so interesting. Welcome interesting back, Justin. Uh, yeah, right no there. worries. Oh, yeah, rehired. Excellent. So uh, it seems like the set of the Joker movie is pretty chill. What they do. <laughs> <laughs> well, proving once again that Hollywood is an all glam and glitz. Some extras, extras on the Joker got locked in a subway train car for hours. And after getting no response to their request for a bathroom break, they had to uh, force their way in between the cars and, and pee on the tracks. Hmm. So... That that can't be fun. That doesn't seem good. Yeah. So that sounds like a chill set. <laughs> Not gonna let you pee. But if you force your way out of that train car, you can pee on the train. Anywhere. Yeah. Wow. Joaquin Phoenix. I didn't even know. That is so sad. Oh my gosh. Joaquin Phoenix, still known for very comfortable sets. He's always been known for that. Oh dear. Oh dear. <laughs> I saw this story and I was instantly sad. I've always um, discussed how if I was a youngster now, like preteen, that Mm -hmm. type of thing, social media, I don't think I could handle it. I really don't. And this is coming from, oh, a 50-year-old woman, Julia Roberts. She said that something happened recently on her Instagram that taught her a lot about what it's like being a young person in today's society. She took a picture with her niece, Emma Roberts, who's currently on American Horror Story. And it was a night she had slept over. They got up early. They were playing cards and having tea. Posted a picture of them. And the comments, she said, were relentless. 
She said, I'm a 50-year-old woman, and I know who I am, and I still got my feelings hurt. People saying that she looked terrible. She's aging horribly. Why would you even post this picture of yourself? And she said, I was sad that people couldn't see the point, the sweetness of the picture, the absolute joy of that photo. I thought, what if I was 15? And I think that all the time. I agree with that. Yeah. But I also think that most people probably got the sweetness. They just mm-hmm. don't speak up. The people who speak up are the mean, nasty people. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I've i noticed just with, with our listeners, you get one bad comment and then people are like, yeah, yeah, let's do it. It's, it's like everybody's ready to yeah. yeah, People are always like, why don't you post your pictures on the Kevin and Bean page? Um, because I don't want to be told that my hair looks like crap, that I look fat. Oh, my God, why are you wearing that? Because people are awful to women. My disappointment yeah. is immeasurable. Yeah. And my day is ruined. Yeah. And I'll just say this. Ladies that comment on other ladies' appearances, you're the worst. I expected of the dudes. They're horrible garbage dumpster fires. But you ladies, you have let me down. Cranky. <laughs> Just saying. I mean, enough crap in the world. Let's right. be a little kinder. They're playing cards, having tea. She's was at one point America's sweetheart, Julia Roberts. Are you saying she's too old now? Now she's too old. Did you see that picture? Oh, good lord. That's all I heard is Allie saying, "Why can't Julia Roberts take care of herself?" <laughs> I, I hate all of you. That's accurate. But I also respect you as humans and co-workers. Bong, bong. Bong, bong, indeed. Some birthdays, you guys. Rikishi. The man would put his butt on other wrestlers' faces. Have we seen that picture? The stink face. Mm-hmm. Amazing. I did live shots with him. I took pictures. You requested that. I, uh, I, why would, if you're doing a segment with him, mm-hmm. how do you not have him put his butt in your you face, You did the right, right? thing. Thank yeah. you. You asked for the greatest hits. Thank you. On the right. B-side. I love Amen. farting. And that as well, that woman. Yeah. Do we have that picture? Um, I was just looking through and I found mm. a bunch of pictures. Okay, so, yeah. good. Maybe good put that up. All right. I um, love farts. <laughs> How many times have I talked about farts on this show? I'm, just, I'm not happy with the farting. What? <laughs> I mean, really a lot. Oh, my God. That's nuts. Luke Perry. Michelle Trachtenberg, Jane Krakowski, Emily Dishanel, Matt Bomber, and Balenciaga, the ones that you get shocked. Cardi B. <laughs> and that's what's happening. Thanks, Allie. The so-called helpful Honda dealers are handing out random acts of helpfulness. We all win with a commercial-free drive home today at 5 p.m. on K-Rock. Tomorrow morning, an all-new Kevin and Bean show. The next Dodgers series starts tomorrow night. We're going to talk to Matt Money-Smith about that. Bean makes us guess. Uh, keep it 100. And the D visits us. Not just yeah! Tenacious D. The D. We're called, they've always been called the D. It sounds gross the when D. you say it. Tomorrow morning on an all-new Kevin and Bean Show. It's the Kevin and Bean Show, the world-famous K-Rock. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.